2: Golden Valley, Twin Cities Wellness Radio.
1: With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Forecasters say it's not only uncomfortable, the heat wave gripping a large part of the country is downright dangerous. There's heat advisories and excessive heat warnings
3: out across a huge part of the country, from the central plains across the Midwest and into the East Coast. Uh, and we do expect a, a pretty uh, high-impact event with very high temperatures and very high levels of humidity.
1: Uh, National Weather Service meteorologist Bob Orovek says we can look for some relief from the extreme heat early next week. Iran claims to have pictures that disprove President Trump's report that a U.S. Navy warship brought down an Iranian drone in the Strait, strait of Hormuz. president says the unmanned aircraft threatened the American vessel. That's why it was destroyed. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 55 points, the S&P 6 points higher. This
0: is SRN News.
4: Are you a member of our rewards program?
0: Yeah, I had the card here somewhere.
5: We've all been there, rustling around for that rewards card you can't find. At Wellness Radio 1570, we've simplified the process. All All of of the the perks, perks, none none of the hassle. It's the Wellness 1570 Fan Club where you'll get early access to tickets for our events, exclusive content, prizes, and more. To sign up, visit TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com.
0: i um, Michaels here on Wellness 1570. Update that forecast, that heat advisory still in effect for today. It is going to be a warm one. Temperatures in the low 90s, but those dew points uh, get up there. Could see a nice little shower or thunderstorm pop up as well. And then through the weekend, we'll see partly cloudy low 80s Saturday, Sunday. Again, a chance of a scattered shower or thunderstorm does pop up. Stay tuned for Mr. Black and Like It Matters Radio coming up here on Wellness 1570. Don't forget, your next keyword in our 1K a day giveaway happens at noon.
6: He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013.
5: Your first year of Christian school is half-priced through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. If you see public school as a negative influence on your child's faith, it's time to make a change. To find out more about our half price Christian school tuition program, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com.
3: Hi, I'm Theo Sandberg with Team Theo at Coldwell Banker Burnett, and I'm so excited to announce our $5,000 listing promise. Go to team-theo.com to learn about how you can save $5,000 today. That's team-theo.com. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information. Anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov.
4: Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense.
0: If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com.
2: to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And I'm so glad you are choosing to join me. So honored that you choose to invest uh, one hour, technically 48 minutes roughly, of your time with us here daily on Like It Matters Radio. You know, there's one organ in your body that never has to deteriorate. You know, every other organ in our body has a shelf life, has a time span. Uh, the more you use your heart, wear it out, the the weaker it gets. The more you use your kidneys, the, the weaker they get. But you know, there's one organ in your body that never has to deteriorate. And this is based on uh, Dr. Restack's work and that I read in uh, Mozart's Brain and the Fighter Pilot. And he said the human brain the human brain has unlimited plasticity. You can keep it as young, as fresh, as vibrant as you choose to make it. But the key is you got to use your noodle. You got to work your noggin because you ain't working it, you're losing it. If you ain't uh, using it, uh, it is going one way, and that is not the right way. It is going backwards. It's deteriorating. It's getting soft. And so today, we're going to consider the question what to do With the past, you know, none of us are angels, and I mean that technically and figuratively. (laughs) None of us are angels. What is that? It's a it's a good life or whatever that is. That Christmas movie, you know, where a guy goes back in time, and you know, I've never actually—I don't think I've ever seen them. It's a Wonderful Life, I think it's called. Uh, and there's a saying in there, because uh, I've heard it said many times, that uh, every time the what a bell rings, uh, a new angel gets their wings. Because, uh, you know, when someone dies, they go to heaven, they become an angel. Well, I just want you all to know that's not accurate. It's a different species of people, a group of people. So uh we are technically made lower than the angels. Uh But if you want to know biblically what it says, if we walk with God, then the angels will serve us. We will be above the angels. But uh, we're not angels. Uh, and that's not what I mean by that one thing. I just like to make, be specific with my uh, with my truth, if you will. But what I mean by that is, uh, if you think about it, you know, I'm 53 years old. So I'm 53. I've had 53 years uh, to realize how screwed up I am. Anybody get this yet? <laughs> I don't believe I'm all that. You know, I get some beautiful letters from you guys. Thank you so much for the letters. I uh, love them. I love the encouragement, love to hear uh, that some of you have been listening for years and uh, it's made a huge impact on your life. So i love to hear that. Um, but what you got to realize is I know my flaws. I know I'm broken. Uh, I know my pain. Uh, I know my disappointments. I know all that stuff. Now, the difference is it does not control me. It does not limit my future. But I do know my stuff. And see, the reason I bring that up is because I look at Lucifer, you know, the most powerful creature ever made. You know, we know him today as the devil. Uh, But think about this. Uh, Lucifer wasn't, and then he was the most powerful creature ever made. you got to get this. Lucifer wasn't, then he was the most powerful creature ever made. See, he didn't have a, a billion years or 50 years or 20 years Uh, To go through trauma, drama, uh, to have to reprogram some old belief systems, to to have to work on forgetting some things from the past because he wasn't and then he was. But none of us are like that. Uh, We are born, we are first procreated, we are a little bitty uh, cell. And then that cell grows and from the 13th to 21st weeks in utero, then our fingerprints come in, our brain, our brain lobes come in and we continue to grow through the gestation period. And then at nine months, we get birth through the birthing canal. Uh, and then about two years, a uh, year and a half, we start walking about three, four, we start eating regular food about five. We go to school. Everybody see it. And then we grow and grow. And in that process, we experience a lot of stuff, right? Traumas, dramas, good things, bad things, positive things, negative things, things that encourage us, things that discourage us, things that make us happy, things that make us scared, right? And you ever wonder what where all that stuff goes? All that stuff is stored. Remember you have two parts of your brain, they really have different functions. Your left side of your brain is your storage capacity, your your verbal, your logical, your analytical, your computer side of your brain, if you will. But your right side uh, is all those special endowments that make us human beings. Creativity, consciousness, all those things. And emotion, all byproducts of the right side of the brain. And that's where we create. But today, we're going to talk about what to do with our future. I mean, I'm sorry, what to do with our past, because it really does dictate what goes on in our future. And, you know, I just got back from North Carolina and uh, had a great class with Team 204. And we're going to be joined after the break uh, with uh, Jordan, who's a graduate of Team 204. And here's a, a young woman, a beautiful young woman, an intelligent young woman, a driven young woman, uh, who, just like most of us, has some things in her past that up until now, has kept her from being everything that she's supposed to be. And last weekend in my training, she got a chance to deal with her past, to uh, rewire some things, to to reconstitute some things, and to take an honest look at herself. Uh, and then she'll share for, with her with you from her own mouth uh, the impact of properly dealing with your past. Because really, that is the ultimate question. That every single human being at some point has to get to them. They might not ask it that exact way, but that really what it is. And the question is this: What to do with my past? Which always brings me uh, reminds me of Maya Angelou's poem, my, one of my favorite poems. I love poetry, uh, but Maya Angelou has one of my favorite ones called "Still I Rise." And it really has to do with our past. It really has to do with uh, what people put onto our future. And I'm gonna read it to you because I really enjoy the words that she put together here. It says, You may write me down in history with your bitter twisted lies. You may tread me in the very dirt, but still, like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Because I walk live, I've got oil wells pumping in my living room. Just like moons and like, star- and like suns with a certainty of tides, Just like hope springin' high, still I'll rise. Did you want to see me broken, bowed head and lowered eyes, shoulders falling down like teardrops, weakened by my soulful cries? Does my haughtiness offend you? Don't you take it awful hard? Cause I laugh like I've got gold mines diggin' in my old backyard. You may shoot me with your words, you may cut me with your eyes, you may kill me with your hatefulness, but still, like air, I'll rise. Does my sexiness upset you? Does it come as a surprise that I dance like I've got diamonds at the meeting of my thighs? Out of the huts of history's shame, I rise. Up from a past that's rooted in pain, I rise. I'm a black ocean leaping and wide, welling and swelling I bear in the tide, leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise. Into a daybreak that's wondrously clear, I rise. Bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave, I am the dream and the hope of the slave, I rise. I rise. I rise. See, I don't know what your past is. I don't know what's been done to you. I don't know what you're allowed to do to yourself. I don't know what choices you made. Uh, but one thing I can tell you is your past does not dictate your future. What was done to you or what has happened to you or what you did, that is all part of the past. And today unlike It Matters Radio, I'm going to give you back your power. Because between t- stimulus and response, there's a space, and in that space is your power. It is your freedom. And what to do with the past. Once you figure that out, you are free at last, free at last, free at last to rise. So I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes.
5: like it matters leadership awakening changes like it matters leadership awakening changes lives listen to this fireman's comments as he compares other training to leadership awakening
7: it's like no other you know people say that you're crazy for running into a burning building but you know the one thing they have in common is adrenaline you know from from go when Mr V opened those doors and said you may enter it was it was nonstop adrenaline but it's unlike anything i've ever done it's pushed me in ways that i never thought i could be pushed
5: Like it matters,
4: we don't take applicants, only commitment. In Minnesota, you can take 10,000 different routes to adventure. One path leads you to bluff country biking and world-class hiking trails. Head in a different direction and explore modern art and a historic brewery. Navigate by boat to a lakeside restaurant or cruise down river with friends on a paddleboard. No matter which route you take, from star-studded concerts to camping under the stars, you're destined to find your true north only in Minnesota. Visit ExploreMinnesota.com.
0: The world of business and investing is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the info? Most likely, you're not. Checking websites, reading trade magazines, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. That's where Business 1440 steps in. We're your on-air guide through the fast-paced financial and business landscape. Up-to-the-minute business and investing news. Streaming now at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com.
4: Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees.
1: Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results, and myself included.
5: Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, October 3rd through the 5th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership
4: Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment.
2: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio, Radio Like It Matters Inspiration, Education and Application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we are talking about what to do with the past. You know, I don't care who you are, you have a past. I don't care where you're going, you have a past. I don't care what your last name is or whether you have a trust fund or not, you have a past. And really, one of the keys to life is to know what to do with your past. It's something we can't escape. And a lot of people are are taking their chains of pain uh, from their past uh, into other people's future. And so one thing I like to do is help people figure out what to do with their past, to to compartmentalize it, to learn from the past, but we live in the now and we focus on a better future. And so what we're gonna do is we're gonna have a graduating member from Team 204. Last weekend I was in North Carolina with Team 204, nine incredibly powerful men and women who two and a half days after starting came together as Team 204. So let's go to line number one and let's welcome Jordan. Jordan, welcome to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing today?
8: I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me.
2: Oh, I'm so glad you're here. So glad you're here. So you are a, a team member of Team 204 in North Carolina. Is that correct?
8: That is correct.
2: Awesome. So how did your weekend go? Did you have a great weekend in Like It Matters a Leadership Awakening?
8: I did have a great weekend. I, um, I was going into it with an open mind. I uh, had a little bit of information, but not too much to really give away the process. Yeah. And I just went in there prepared to do whatever it is that I had to do to move forward, and coming out of it, I I feel like a brand new person. Isn't
2: that incredible? You know, it's it's forty eight hours, and Jordan, you're probably in your, what your mid uh, later twenties. Is that correct?
8: That's correct.
2: Yeah, you uh, you look a lot younger than that, but I'm just guessing, just guessing, just uh, <laughs> knowing, and doing a little bit of math there. But so just like I do, uh, you have a past, right?
8: I certainly did.
2: And one thing that uh, I think when you came into class, I think you realized, I don't know if you realized at the time, but at some point in the class, that you realized that uh, your future uh, was being dictated by your past, correct?
8: Oh, yeah. It's one of those things that you see all these quotes and you hear people tell you to let go of things and let go of things. And you think you have until you are until you sit down and have somebody like you tell you, you haven't let it go. You're still holding on to it. It's still directing yep. your future. and. That's just one of the greatest blessings you can get is for someone to help you with that.
2: Yep. And not only that, because we, most of us don't spend our lives alone. So now we, we join our lives with someone else, whether that's boyfriend and girlfriend or husband and wife, whatever, however that works out. And so the re, the way you found out about me is your boyfriend, Ricky, went through my training, correct? That is right.
8: Yeah, he went to your class in February.
2: Yeah, and he and he had some stuff, and he's public. He shared them. I don't need to go through the details. But he had a lot of stuff that, even though it was part of his past, had nothing to do with you. Uh, it was affecting you, correct? It
8: was. It was affecting our. To take a toll on me personally.
2: Yep. And not only did he have a past, you have a past, and you have some people that did some things to you that weren't right, that weren't nice, that weren't proper. And so you were also bringing in some things to that relationship that weren't benefiting him, correct?
8: That's right. Yeah, I um, I brought in a lot of um, some trauma and some hurt into our relationship, and I had thought that I moved past it, but I really was going into our relationship with I thought an open mind, but what I yeah. ended up doing was having a lot of disappointment in a relationship that I didn't even really give a fair chance to.
2: Yeah, isn't that amazing? As a matter of fact. At the end of the class, I I have you fill out, you know, those four questions. We call it share fire. Uh, And the first question is briefly share what your biggest block in life or business was before attending. And you put, my biggest block was my lack of purpose and self-worth. You said, I was walking through uh, just the motions, but always distracted. I've never fully committed to anything before this moment. And that was a huge realization for you, correct?
8: It was, yeah. I mean, you think that you try your best at things, but until you're in a situation where you either have to actually 100% put yourself in it or you're out the door. And you just wasted your time, your money, and Mr. Black's time. And if you don't do that, it's 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 just a real startling moment when you realize that you're going to actually have to do everything in your power to get something out of this class.
2: Yep, and it's tough. And and the reason I do it is because – like I said, you realize at that moment that you've never really given yourself fully to anything because of a lack of purpose and a lack of self worth. And I might suggest that you've had a couple relationships in your past, uh, where you were young, uh, vibrant, naive, uh, and you opened your heart and you trusted. And it's unfortunately men, and you know, there are times I feel embarrassed to be a man, but you've uh, two or three times that, uh, You opened yourself up and you believed people and they took advantage of you in many different ways uh, and it scarred you, correct?
8: It did, yeah. I was actually married previously for almost four years and I thought I had found the person that I wanted to have a life with and I was there. I was committed. I was doing everything that I could to make it work and it just, it, it breaks your heart when you're in a relationship with somebody that's not willing to do those things and willingly manipulate you into staying and you know, I'll do better, I'll do this and it, it just never happened and it, it's, you know, I woke up one day I was like, why am I here?
2: <laughs> yep. And before that, you had another relationship, it was a marriage, but someone took advantage of you, it happened to be a man, took advantage of you and okay, maybe that was just, maybe that was the one thing and then you got in this other relationship where now you get married and you give everything to this man and you take him at his word and what happens? He does. He did actually worse than the first person did, right?
8: Yeah, definitely. the The yeah. first person was more of a wake up call because I was eighteen, you know, first relationship and yep. didn't, had you know blinders when it came to how things work. And the second relationship, you know, I was I was like, I'm, I know what I'm getting myself into, and it really took away my trust in people that I I didn't really realize that I. I wasn't trusting people. I thought I yep. was, you know. I was like, "I'm yep. over it. I trust you," but I really wasn't because yep. I wasn't committed.
2: That's right. And then you meet a guy who you have a special things for, and you start a relationship. But in the back of your head, whether whether you're aware of it or not. You have that whole pattern playing off. Well, there was a guy that I was so close to, I got married to, we thought it was great, and he hurt me bad, the other guy hurt me bad. And so, whether you realize it or not, that's what's keeping you, was keeping you from being committed to anything. Because you start realizing that what's the use in committing? Because everybody's going to screw us over, everybody's going to take advantage of us. And without consciously making that connection at the unconscious level, we stop committing. We don't put ourselves out there because we're just going to get hurt anyways. Uh, and then, without realizing it, we never see the full fulfillment of a relationship. And and then Ricky had his own stuff. And so, basically, you guys were doomed to failure. You. you could have still got married. A lot of people still get married, but it's not a good marriage and it ends in divorce. But you had an opportunity to go to leadership awakening and finally deal with your past. Correct?
8: Yeah, I was able to realize that my relationship with Ricky. Honestly, after the first, you know, argument, disappointment, whatever you want to call it, that's when I was back in that pattern again. Because once yep. I realized that, oh, he's not going to be what I want him to be, I was immediately shut down and just going through the motions. And honestly, I mean, you guess my age. I'm 29, I'll be 30 next year. I didn't want to be single again. I didn't want to have to go through all the crap of dating. And yep. honestly, I was just going to continue to live my life just. Semi I happy? Hey, at least he doesn't hurt me. You know, at least he takes care of me, but there was never yep. tr- any true connection between us until after this yep. class.
2: Yeah. And you put number two, how will your experience at leadership awakening affect your life? My experience will forever change my life. I'm no longer afraid to step outside my comfort zone. Change only happens with action. I will now fully commit myself to everything I do. You only get one life and I won't waste mine anymore. Wow. That's a powerful statement. That's it was yeah,
8: statement. I felt I felt that statement when I wrote it too. I'm pretty sure I cried all my tears this past
2: weekend yeah. too. <laughs> no, that's so cool. And see now, see you basically said I'll just settle. You're willing to just settle because that's just how life is. You're willing to settle but now you've dealt with your past. You realize just because other people hurt you doesn't mean that other people are going to hurt you. Just because you made mistakes in the past, you're a different person. You're a more mature person. Now you're more aware. And so now you're no longer willing to settle for good enough, are you?
8: No, definitely not. Not, not just from other people, but from myself.
2: Amen. It starts with you because you'll never set a bar higher for other people than you set for yourself. You might pretend to. But you'll only set it as high for your uh, other people as you set it for yourself. So let me ask you, you: your your past hasn't changed. Nothing's changed about your past. The only thing that's changed is your frame, the way you look at things. What's different uh, in in Jordan's life today versus last Thursday when you started class?
8: Definitely my confidence and definitely my attitude. You know, coming back from your class. I mean, we were all exhausted and. Normally my first thought would be like oh I don't want to go to work on Monday. Oh I need another day. But it's just how you look at it like I get to go to work on Monday. I get to start a new life on Monday. Why why would I dread that? And yep. you know the these past few days at work have been a real tough one for us. We're in the middle of audit and nobody likes an audit. But I still managed to stay positive through it and I worked through it and I I felt better and at the end of the day I've been able to do more things at the end of my day instead of just going home and scrolling through Facebook till I fall asleep. You know, yep. I've, I've been wanting to go out and do things and talk to people and you know uh, do my daily chores that I used to push off because I just didn't yep. want to do it.
2: Yep, it's, that's so it's cool. Been a lot. And what's different about you and Ricky? Have you noticed the difference with you and Ricky as well? What's been different?
8: Oh man, <laughs> a lot. Yep. Honestly, just the yeah. honesty between us. Now we both know that. We've dealt with with what we're carrying and we've had a chance to talk about some of the things that we were holding on to. And when he came back from his class, he kind of opened up to me a little bit. But since I've been back um, from Sunday, we've been able to talk to each other in a way that I don't think we've ever talked to each other. And there's been just a lot more understanding, a lot more patience. Uh, there's been honestly a lot of optimism. I mean, he's already applied for another job. We we just want to move forward. We don't want to move back. We've made a lot of good decisions within a three-day period. It's been really life-changing.
2: I'm so proud of you. And you've dealt with the past, and now you're focused on the future. So I want to thank you so much for joining us on Like It Matters Radio. And please continue to live your life like it matters, Jordan, because it does.
8: I want to thank you, Mr. Black, for taking the time to do this for all the people you do. It's really appreciated.
2: Awesome. Well, you have a great day, and we'll be back in three minutes.
9: What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received.
2: You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of
7: the other programs that are out there I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice.
9: 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life.
4: What would you do if you knew how to invest like the pros? If you could learn the strategies designed to make the right move, whether the market's going up or down? What would you do if you knew the things Online Trading Academy could teach you? Online Trading Academy is a world leader in financial education. We've helped thousands of people just like you become confident, self-directed investors. Whether you're looking to develop skills designed to generate additional income or to grow your retirement savings, OTA can provide you with valuable knowledge that can help you learn to meet your goals. The best time to take control of your financial future is now. So what are you going to do now that you know? Dial pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250, keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. Again, learnwithota.com.
9: What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Hear what this human resource manager says about the impact of leadership awakening on her life.
8: With uh, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, it changed my culture to say, okay, I have to set the example. I know I am the manager, but sometimes I have failed up until now to really deliver my word. So those things changed the very first day I came back. It is just absolutely fascinating. So of course they are looking at me like, what happened to you? And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened
9: since I got home. It's almost a miracle. It's not almost. It is a miracle. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life.
2: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life, Caddy. You can call me Mr. Black. And today, we are talking about what to do with the past. You know, we all have a past, uh, unless you meet an angel. Uh, you might. Uh, they really have very little past. You know, angels are created. Uh, they aren't and are unlike us, where we go through an entire process of uh, in utero of being birthed of being dependent of growing on our own, of walking, then being able to feed ourselves, then going to school, and then going on our own, and then getting married, and having a career, and having kids. So we have all this thing called history. And in that history is a lot of past. And unfortunately, the sad reality of the life we live in is along that journey called our past, we experience a lot of traumas, a lot of dramas. And it really is one of the key things to life to figure out What do we do with our past? And by the way, if you're just tuning in, you need to listen to the first two segments because I set the foundation for what we're talking about. Last segment, we had one of our recent graduates, Jordan, join us and talk about her past and the effect it was having and how everything's changed after two days with me because she got a chance to figure out what to do with her past. And so if you missed any of it, go to likeitmattersradio.com. You can listen to this message and many archive messages. Uh, In most uh, formats, we play again. The only one we play once a day is in St. Louis. On St. Louis, you can hear us Monday through Friday from 7 to 8 p.m. on Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 AM. But in Minneapolis-St. Paul on the Twin Cities Wellness Radio Network, which is our home base, uh, we play twice a day, not only 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, but also we replay 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And if you go to iHeartRadio, no matter where you are in the country, you can listen to us through uh, Twin Cities Wellness Radio on iHeartRadio. All you got to do is search for Wellness Radio 1570 or Wellness Radio Minneapolis. Uh, and I think you can just say, if you have Alexa, you can say, Alexa, play Wellness Radio Minneapolis, and there will be twice a day. So make sure you listen to it so you get a good understanding for what we're talking about. And so what to do with the past. This is so important. See, there, there's a timeline in our lives. And this is part of my background in linguistic Programming, NLP. We have a past. We have a present. And we have a future. And once you realize this, you see a timeline. There's only one place we can truly live. See, we can't live in the past. The, the past is a canceled check. It's a cash check. It's already been uh, equated. It's already been figured into the equation. It's already been settled. Now, what we do, though, is we relive the past. We remember the past. You know that word? I love words. We remember. And you know when you remember something, you put it back together. Mr. Potato Head, every time you put his arms and your lay, his legs on him, you remembered him, right? Because the opposite of that is when someone is dismembered, their arms and legs are removed. And so you, when you remember something, you put it back together. When you recollect something, you put it back together. When you remind yourself, listen to the words, you put it back together. And here's how your mind works. When you put it back together, when you remember it, you relive it. You know, I work a lot with PTSD. If you listen to our radio show, you'll hear uh commercials where I've interviewed police officers who who have been going through PTSD, who have struggled, who've been through every single training law enforcement has to deal with PTSD, and they will tell you 48 hours of my training taught them how to deal with it. Because I teach you how your mind works. You gotta know you're you're a machine. And you gotta know how the machine works. See the problem is we are born in this machine. See, you're not your view. If I look at you, that body that carbon-based life form is not you. I have to look in your eyes because the eyes are the window of the soul. The soul, the spirit, as I look in your eyes, that's you. That carbon-based life form that you occupy, the, the Bible calls it a temporary dwelling place. It calls it a tabernacle. Uh, I think it's called a tent, referred to as a tent. It's a temporary dwelling place. It's going to be worm food someday. It's going to be uh, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. But you will be one of two places, right? Because you're eternal. And so you got to realize how that machine that you operate works. Just like, you know, I used to drive an orange beetle. And I was driving down the street. No one said, hey, there's black, the orange beetle. I wasn't the beetle. I was the guy driving the vehicle. Now, that beetle might have broke down. And, you know, I can tell you one thing you'll never see. You'll never see Mr. Black pulled over on the side of the road broken down with car, with the hood of the car sticking up. Because I can look in there and say, yeah, looks like an engine to me. <laughs> Outside of that, I have no reason to look inside of a hood. I don't know what I'm looking at. <clears throat> I don't know what to do to do anything different. But the good news is, unlike that, that steel vehicle, Unlike that uh, vehicle that you put gas in and you put in gear and start, all that, I do know how this other vehicle works. Oh, yeah. I do know how the vehicle that you occupy, call your the human body, the human mind, how that whole thing works. And, boy, you know, if you're in the computer business, you know computers. If you're in the car business, you know cars. If you're in the radio business, you know radio. But, you know, we're all in the people business. We all buy from people, sell from people. We all get infatuated with people. Sometimes we fall in love with people. Sometimes we commit our life to people. Sometimes we procreate with people. But we look in the mirror, we're people. We raise little people, right? We're our people. And so you need to know how you work. And we all have a past. But we can't live there. How many of us would go down the freeway of life looking in a rearview mirror? Some people do. You can't live in the past. This was history. And tomorrow's. there's no guarantee. We don't know what's going to happen. It's a mystery. But today, this moment is the present. That's why we're called to treat it like the gift that it is. And so part of what happens in my training at LikeItMatters.net is that we get a chance to really deal with the past because in our past uh, you got to realize that there are programs you know Dr. Adler tells us by the time a child is six years old a majority of their map of reality is in place in other words a majority of their uh, belief system the structure of their beliefs is in place by a time a child you hear that by time a child is six years old yep and so we have programs from our past Remember, we only use three to five percent of our brain consciously. 97 to 95 percent of our lives are unconscious. The conscious brain uh, is only a small part. And if you're going to make any lasting change, you must do it the way your unconscious brain works. You must follow the rules of the brain. See, not only do we have programs for our past, but we have a bunch of BS. And by BS, they do not mean the stuff that you step in the fields in Texas that come from the cows. That's not what I'm talking about, those piles. That's not what I'm talking about. By BS, I mean belief systems. Everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And yet most people don't know what they believe. And I gotta be honest with you, a lot of beliefs that are stuck in people are lies. They're not true. They were put in there when they were little. But not only do we have belief systems that basically are the structure of all of our experience and everything we do or do not do comes from them, we also have trauma. Some have been abused, some have been molested, some have been abandoned, some have been tortured, some have been, uh, I mean, I don't even want to say the words. But I've over 27 years of doing my training, I've heard some things that will rip your soul out from people. And so we have anchors. You know, I'm a pretty intense man, and when I start class, we don't get into it. We don't warm up. We're into it, and I'm intense. It, it's the, My training's based on the Japanese training, which was considered the Harvard of leadership schools in Japan when they went from a nuclear devastated country in the late 40s, early 50s to the leading economic power in the world into the 80s. And the way they turn that country from a nuclear devastated country into leading economic power in the world is through my training that I do. And so it's constant, never any improvement. Dr. Charles Edward Deming went to Japan after World War II and taught them canine, canine. And that's where this training comes from. Because in our past we have drama too. We have psychological games. Remember Dr. Eric Byrne wrote a book in the, I think, 1968 called the games people play. And these are psychological games, are almost unconscious games that everybody's playing. Nobody's winning, but everybody's keeping rules. Everybody's keeping score. And we have a tendency to partner with our pain. A lot of people have attached things to their identity. That's why I talk about the neurological levels with Dr. Robert Dilts: Spirit, identity, belief system and values, capabilities, behavior, then environment. And we have levels of belief that are programmed into each one of these. And some have been victimized. And so now that we have been victimized in the past, we've now attached victim to our identity. And that's one of the first things I need to separate with people. Separate what happened to them from who they are. Because one thing you learn leaders is you gotta be careful what you attach your identity. I'm a loser, I'm a mistake. I need eight hours of sleep to function. I don't speak well in public. You got to be careful what you attach to your identity. And so that's one of the things you got to know how you work. That's why this radio show is a must for you. In our last class in, in North Carolina, we had a listener, a woman who's been listening to me for a couple years. And as I was driving to North Carolina, I got this email. She said, are there still openings in North Carolina? And I hit her phone number, and I called her up, and she went to class. She booked her flight Wednesday morning and flew out there Thursday. And what she can tell you today is that her life's totally different. Why? Because she got a chance to deal with her past, and now she has a brand new future. Today at Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about what to do with the past. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes.
7: Give a person a fish, and you give a person a fish, and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish, and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at Black at likeitmattersradio.com In the subject line put posse. Again, that's Mr. Black at Likeit Matters In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at Mr. Black at LikeitMattersRadio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Give me 48
2: hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters
0: Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule.
5: According to a recent Varna study, schools are seen as a negative influence on faith formation. Church leaders view parents, churches, and Christian communities as positive influences on a child's spiritual life. However, children are spending most of their daytime weekday hours at school, which is perceived by many church leaders as a negative influence. A good Christian school can provide a strong Christian community to help positively influence your child's spiritual formation. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we believe in the power of Christian education so much, we have partnered with local Christian schools to offer half off your child's first year of tuition. It's our half-off tuition program. To find out if the school you are considering is part of this program, And to take another great step in your child's faith formation, call me, Alyssa Brecken at 651-289-4406. That's 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com.
2: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters. Inspiration, education, and application. Yep, you guessed it. I am Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about what to do with the past. And can I tell you right now, let me tell you something not to do, pretend it doesn't exist. Let me tell you something not to do, to go down the river called Denial, because Denial is not only a river in Egypt, it's a place where our past controls us. You know, I like to tell the story about George Bernard Shaw, the famous writer. Near the end of his life, he was asked uh, by a reporter, Hey, George, if you could live your life all over again and you could be anybody you wanted to be, who would you be? He thought about it for a moment. He said, you know what? If I could be anybody I wanted to be, I would be the George Bernard Shaw that I could have been. And what he was talking about was dealing with his past to removing those limiting belief systems from no longer carrying the chains of pain from his past into other people's futures to get rid of the lies, the trauma, the drama that's holding him back to be the George Bernard Shaw he could have been. And that doesn't happen by chance. It doesn't happen just cause. Cause the Bible's pretty clear. A dog returns to its vomit and a sow after cleaning herself returns to the mire. Uh, I like to say it this way, it's a proverb that in times of despair, uh, you, you go to what you know. You can tell a man's religion in time of despair, why? Because that's what people do. Why does a dog bark? Because he's a dog. Why does a cat meow? Because it's a cat. Why do people get locked in their past? Because that's who we are on autopilot. And I told you, you work well on autopilot. But well, the problem is, on autopilot, the only thing that's going to run is the existing program. And the existing program is not solid. Then it ain't going to serve you well. A lot of people don't know this, but uh, during, uh, the, uh, the Philippines... Is 7,000 small islands. And after World War II ended, one of these small islands was started being inhabited. But what happened during the war, during World War II, Japan owned the Philippines for a little while. Remember MacArthur said, I shall return? And these deserted islands, the Japanese would put platoons of soldiers on, groups of soldiers on. And about 20 years after the war had ended, one of those uh, island started becoming inhabited, uh, and and there was a soldier on the island that was killing people, killing animals. And after a lot of back and forth, they finally figured out what was going on, and the, the country of Japan finally got that soldier off the island. And when they got that soldier off the island, they took him back to Japan. They didn't put him in a psych ward. They didn't throw him in prison. They made him a hero. They took care of him for the rest of his life and he died a couple years ago. And what the Japanese government told that soldier was, Well done, soldier, but the war is over. Well done, soldier, but the war is over. And some of us need to look ourselves in the eye and tell us the same thing because epigenetics tells us that we create, we create. Eighty-seven percent of diseases, Caroline Leaf says, are psychosomatic. They're created with our thought life. And a lot of us are living in trauma and drama, old belief systems, old unconscious programs from our past. And we never move on from our past. Matter of fact, Caroline Leaf, this quote says, 75 to 95 percent of the illnesses that plague us today are a direct result of our thought life. What we think about affects us physically and emotionally. It's an epidemic of toxic emotions. The average person has 30 to 60,000 thoughts a day. And then she says through an uncontrolled thought life, we create the conditions for illness. We actually make ourselves sick. Research shows that fear all on its own triggers more than 1400 known physical and chemical responses and activates more than 30 different hormones. See, there's only three paces to live. We can live in our comfort zone. And we get stale and stagnant. And right outside of our comfort zone, I can always tell people, I can give you fear's address. Fear is always residing right outside of our comfort zone. And once you realize fear is nothing more than false evidence appearing real, then you can feel the fear and do it anyways. And once you function in a zone called fear, fear dissipates. Fear goes away. It's like a straw man. It's no longer there. And outside that zone called fear is another zone called panic, intense fear. And you can function for a very short period of time there. But the key to life is to keep pushing our comfort zone. So what used to elicit a fear becomes familiar. And what used to bring about a little panic now just elicits a little bit of fear. And once you realize that you can feel the fear and do it anyways, then you grow, you stretch. And then you start separating yourself from your past. Because your past is all about survival. There are three R's of survival. Reset, regret, and resistance. Remember I talked about this timeline early on. We have a past, we have a present, we have a future. The problem is a lot of people are stuck in the past. I mean, we've got a country that's stuck in the past. We want to talk about what happened 200 years ago when Kavanaugh was running for the Supreme Court and wanted him to defend what he did 37 years ago. We're still defending what happened 25 years ago, what happened 2,000 years ago. I mean, the Middle East, there's a battle going on for what happened 6,000 years ago when God gave the land that we know as Israel to his people, the Israelis, the Jews. And so you got to realize you can tell when you're stuck in the past. Are you resenting? When you're living in resentment, we live in a world that's resentful. We live in a place that wants to, be, wants to make you angry all the time. If you're living in resentment, resent, you're living in the past. How about regret? What do you think you regret? You regret what happened in the past. How about resistance? I'm not saying it's not good to resist some things, but in my training, I'm there to help people. It's the toughest thing to ever do. And some people resist me the whole process, and they miss the process. What I mean by resistance is resisting things that are good for you, That you're fighting and keeping away. And whenever you're regretting, whenever you're resenting, whenever you're in that form of resistance, you are living in the past. The problem is, as leaders, we're supposed to be hope peddlers. And hope always has to do with the future. Hope, technically, is your life today, no matter how good or how bad, is going to be better tomorrow. That's what hope is. The opposite of hope is depressed, sad, disaffected. And you know what that is? That means your future, your time right now sucks, and tomorrow's gonna be no better. See, it's always about a future, and you can never have a future until you deal with your past. And so, you need to be uh, reflective thinking. You gotta be able to reflect. The practice of self-awareness and self-reflection for those in leadership roles goes back thousands of years to the ancient philosophers and teachers. And yet, it seems like self-reflection. Uh, is some of our least favorite things to do. Confucius said it best, by three methods we may learn wisdom. First, by reflection, which is the noblest. Second, by imitation, which is the easiest. And third, by experience, which is the bitterest. And let's be honest, we don't need more bitter people. If we are to improve our leadership skills, then it's important that we are aware of our strengths and weaknesses, our values and behaviors, and the way in which we attempt to influence others in other words self-awareness and self-reflection is about learning to understand our leadership style and deal with the past and you might have had things that had to you that happened to you that weren't good maybe you're victimized but ladies and gentlemen you're not a victim you gotta separate the two dr. Robert Diltz talks about the neurological levels of change and they're basically six levels of change you deal with spirit, something beyond yourself. You deal with identity, which is yourself. You deal with your belief system and values, which is right below that. You deal with your capabilities. You believe with your, deal with your behavior. And then you deal with your environment. And again, this is not something you can do on your own. You need some guidance. You need some help. You need to be able to re-deal, uh, reflect, if you will, and deal with the past. I have something called the uh, Communicating with Power Thought and Emotion Journal. It's an eight-step process that takes you through any situation in your past and allows you to retrieve data that wasn't available. There are three ways to look at any situation. First position through our own eyes, second positions through someone else's eyes, and third position from overview. And each one of those positions has data that you can collect that gives you a better understanding of what took place. This is the process of self-reflection. And if you go to likeitmatters.net, you can look at our training, two-and-a-half-day training. We'll be in Minneapolis in October, Uh, In next week we'll be doing a class in Dallas. In August, we're in um, Sacramento, and we're in Chicago. Go to likeitmatters.net. Let me help you take you through this process where you can start dealing with your past. When you clean up your past, when you make peace with your past, when you learn what you're supposed to learn from your past, then... You can focus on a better future. You can create hope. You can keep hope alive. You can dream. You will rise. You will rise. But until you've dealt with your past, until you've cleaned up, until you've restructured the bases of your belief systems, which are all byproducts of your past, you have a chain tied to your past, and you'll never be free to be everything you were created to be. My goal is help you maximize the potentials you were created with and to live your life like it matters. Go to likeitmatters.net. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
1: Once upon a time, once upon a time, many years ago, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, (laughs) cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. I believe they called it a phone book. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call.
8: Hello?
1: We've come a long way. Now, there's Salem Surround. We help deliver customers right to your front door with targeted digital marketing. These are the tools of the 21st century smart businesses used to succeed. And our team at Salem Surround can guide you through all the available options with the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof so you can spend time taking care of your customers. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. With Salem Surround, there are no limitations on how and where you You can reach customers. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Your
5: resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570. KDIZ.